Taco Trail podcast is your guidebook to the Bryan Taco Trail, a culinary journey featuring some of the best food our community has to offer. Listen along as Shane and William guide you across town to over 40 great places you have to try for yourself. Howdy, welcome to the Bryan Texas Taco Trail podcast. I'm Shane with my co-host William. Howdy, howdy. Good to talk to you again and good to talk tacos. Yeah, get the taco tacos. Uh, that's a tongue twister if you if you ever saw one. Um, who are we talking about today? What restaurant are we talking about? So today we are talking about Taco Crave, uh, which is a great spot in downtown Bryan. Before we get to where they are, let's tell you a little bit more about who they are. And uh, this is straight from uh, what Taco Crave tells us about themselves. When you're craving authentic street tacos, Taco Crave has you covered. Crafting tacos with recipes originating in Mexico. This local favorite spot allows you to sample their meats and toppings while your taco is prepared right in front of you. Yeah, so we uh, Taco Crave is right there in downtown Bryan. It's on it's on Main Street, about 26th, so basically in between 26th and WMJ Bryan. It's a uh, right across from the street from Legal Monkeys. If you've ever seen their building, yeah. um, if you're an older Bryanite, you might remember the Lemon Wedge used to be in the same location. Uh, but that's reaching back into the vault about 10 years. Yeah, yeah, the Lemon Wedge. Place I never, <laughs> I've been here for a while, but Lemon Wedge is not one of the places I've <laughs> But I know where you're coming. Lemon Wedge was a place that I was never invited to, so I'm sad about that. Uh, I heard <laughs> great things about it. But uh, the legacy of great restaurants there lives on in Taco Crave. Yeah, Taco Crave's probably, uh, wow, one of the, the great standbys in the Sullivan family as mm. a... Especially in our first couple of years of marriage, we lived in downtown Bryan, mm-hmm. uh, back over there by Neil Elementary School, and so we might have been in there one once a week, if not more. Um, it's it's comfortable, it's delicious, it's consistent. It is uh, a place to where you you come in, and maybe if it's your first time in there, you don't know what's going on, uh, but once you're there. Uh, You've been there probably. You're by the time your second time, you're you're there. You're pretty much family. Like you probably met the owner David by then. Yeah, uh, he's come and checked on you, make sure everything was good. Um, he's a great guy. Um, I always love seeing him, and when, yeah. I, when I'm there and I don't get to see David, I'm like, man, he where's he at? But we know <laughs> we know he's always working hard. He's getting yeah. more ingredients. He's yeah. getting more stuff. He's cooking stuff in the back. So when I uh, so I'm sad when I don't see him. But uh, I'm always looking for him because he's such a great guy. Yeah, and, and you know that really embodies kind of the culture that I feel like Taco Crave tries to to create, and they've they've done a great job of creating that this is not just a uh, family type atmosphere, but they're very serious about the fact that these are traditional family recipes. On their website, it even mentions these aren't necessarily meals or things that you're going to get it a lot of other Mexican places, at least not the style of the food, mm. but this is something that if you gathered around a table in Mexico, or maybe if your your family has that heritage in it, uh, you might be familiar with some of these meals, or you might uh, you know even recognize some of these dishes that uh, are fantastic, but aren't necessarily on every single menu. Yeah. And so... Let's go through. Let's go through the menu. You know what yeah. happens when you walk in. So when you walk in, immediately on your right, uh, there is a massive chalkboard 
Uh, it's like the size of a swimming pool. And it has uh, it has a list of kind of the different options that are available to you. You can work through your appetizers, your, your desserts, kids' meals. And then you have kind of your main, what is it, four or five options as it as yeah, it your, comes to yeah, kind of... Yeah, your main entrees. Yeah. yeah. So... So you got your taco plate, which if it's your first time to Taco Crave, that is always what I'm going to recommend to somebody because that gives you an option to try three different things. Uh, but you got taco plates, you got tortas, you got burritos. Quesadillas. There's even uh, a Crave burger that's around. Uh, and kind of what a, a go-to staple of mine right now uh, is just the bowl. Mm. Saying, hey, uh, tortillas are good. I love tortillas, but you know sometimes you got to just, hey, save calories where you can. And so yeah. right now I'm... Usually eating the bowl. And off the beaten path slightly on the uh, appetizer menu, I do have to say uh, you can get Crave Queso with a mix-in uh, different meat of your choice into the queso. You can also get guacamole. And you can also get homemade bean dip, uh, which, um, don't get me wrong, I love bean dip out of a can, but homemade bean dip is something special as well. Something special, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's walk through Let's walk through a taco plate. That's sure. our recommendation. Let's walk through a taco plate. So right. I say, hey... I'm at the counter, you know, I've made it past the chalkboard to the counter. I said, hey, I want a taco plate. What happens next? So I'm going to get a question. Do you want corn or flour tortillas? I am Captain Difficult, so I ask for two flour and one corn, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're always super nice and, and accommodating. I guess I'll run through my order. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll pass it back to you. Um, so for me, I mean, again, basically there's about 12 different options. And so, of meats. meats. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. There's about 12 different options of meats. Uh, So, the first they're going to ask you what sides do you want? Do you want rice? Do you want fideo? Do you want uh, charro beans or refried beans? For me, I'm a rice and refried beans kind of guy. I'll let Shane get into his thoughts in a minute. I I am always charro. I'm I'm always a charro. (laughs) Uh, Rice if it's normal weather, fideo if it's cold weather. Howdy guys, this is Eli, and you may be wondering, what exactly is fideo? So fideo for me growing up, uh, it was just a traditional, you can call it a dish, you can call it an appetizer, uh, but it was just something that I had with most of my meals, you know. Fideo is something you sit around the table and it's the first thing that gets served and it kind of helps create the atmosphere of what your dinner is going to be, you know, you have good discussion, you know, eat this little cup of soup, and then you get into your real meal, right? Um, so fideo, the way I would explain it is, you know, think of, uh, it's just like the Hispanic or Mexican version of uh, chicken noodle soup, right? Um, or, you know, from if you go to a Chinese restaurant, you'll have wonton soup or you'll have, you know, egg drop soup. Miso soup. Miso soup, yeah. So fideo, really, it's a meal that, you know, takes maybe 15 minutes to put together. Um, that's packed a lot of flavor, right? Um it has a base of, you know, tomato sauce, um, uh, bouillon seasoning, right? So think of bouillon, but we call it consomme or we call it nor. Um, and it's basically a little cube just packed with all the flavor that you need that you drop into the soup. Yeah, the vermicelli uh, noodles, right? So it comes in a little yellow box. It's less than a dollar. So this meal you can put together for like $5, right? So it's a box of little noodles. You put them in your... Um, uh, little saucepan, right? You brown the noodles, you add some water, you add some tomato sauce, you add the bouillon or the nod, right? Um, and then from there, you just let it all cook, right? You can add some onions, you can add some pepper that, you know, brown in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you're serving it, the way you want to like top it off, right? You can put some uh, queso blanco in there um, or cotija cheese. You can put a little bit of fresh onion, mm-hmm. right? A little bit of fresh cilantro. 
Um, and like I said, yeah, it's like the antipasto of your meal. Um, you can have it before on its own, or it can be with your meal, or it can be the main dish to where you add some chicken in there. And so that's why it's very similar to chicken noodle soup. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Now, now that it's starting to move into the colder season, yeah. now that we're here at the end of December and it's finally getting cold. Or middle, whatever. Middle of December. Shut up, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting cold, that's all that matters. Now it's finally Fideo weather. But uh, but yes, sorry. I always get refried beans, rice, and then I'm going to get three different tacos. So I'm going to get the brisket, assuming it's not sold out already. Brisket's fantastic. I'm going to get the picadillo con papas, which is ground beef and potatoes. And mm. it's been stewed for a long time. And oh. Potatoes are just soft and delicious. Um, that one, I feel like, on the surface, seems really plain. But when you first bite into it, and then each subsequent bite, you're like, this is... Everything is done perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so, even though it is almost on the simpler side, it's just fantastic. And then my personal favorite is the asado. Not to be confused with asada, which is pretty common. Asado mm. is uh, kind of little cubes of pork that have been slow, um, I guess, braised in... A blend of uh, chili peppers uh, that kind of make uh, kind of similar to like an enchilada sauce, but not quite, but kind of a pepper sauce. Uh, it sounds spicy. It really isn't, uh, but it just has incredible depth of flavor, and you can tell it's been cooked for hours and hours and hours, and um, I've tried to recreate that at home, and, and I've learned my lesson. Um I'm just going to go to Taco Crave anytime I want it because <laughs> they do it correctly there. It's delicious. They do it right. And you uh, mix in some, some white rice into that. Anyway, uh, but I always get mine with a lime wedge and uh, a couple pieces of avocado um, and some cheese. Mm -hmm. And um, I usually get a uh, Pacifico or a Modelo uh, to go along with that. If it's lunchtime and I'm behaving, then I'll get a big red. Uh, but, you know... <laughs> But yeah, that, that's kind of my go-to. What about you? Uh, yeah, if I'm getting tacos... Basically, whether I'm getting tacos or bowl, I'm always going to get crepe chicken. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't even matter. I can get quesadilla. I can get a burrito. Uh, you could get a handful of crepe chicken and you'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, you, you just give it to me on a napkin with a spoon. It it's doesn't fine. even have to be a plate. I'd eat, I'd eat the whole tub of it if they would let me. So I love the crepe chicken. It's like <coughs> it's like chicken and bacon and ham. He's got like five different like meats in there. Yeah. It's all it's all together. Uh, and mushrooms so and onions and peppers. It's and got it's everything in there. So every time I've ever told anyone about taco crepe, I said, get your taco plate. Yeah. Get you one taco with crepe chicken, and then the other two meat are up to you. Yeah. So uh, that's like literally like hey. Hard and fast rule will get the crepe chicken is my, is my hard and fast rule. Yeah. Uh, but as far as my other two tacos, I get uh, a beef. Usually I'll just get the steak. Yeah. Instead of the, instead of the, the steak fajita. Yeah, the steak yeah. fajita. Uh, the steak ranchero is worth um, its weight in gold if it's available. So mm. just like if it's there, make it you know make it happen. Drop everything. Get that. <laughs> um, just sacrifice crepe chicken. Sacrifice your left toe. <laughs> <laughs> left foot Doesn't do whatever matter. it takes do whatever it takes get the steak uh, and then I'll actually get the the pastor mm. so another pork dish um, mm -hmm. that's been slow roasted but uh, just yeah I'll get the pastor as my uh, third taco if I'm getting just a bowl it's crepe chicken and steak um, kind of same thing with burritos and quesadillas yeah. um, get all those stuff mixed together um, work that's, my way down the line oh sorry go ahead yeah, yeah. work my way down the line get the dress cheese, it up. avocado dress it up 
Uh, I'll get cilantro and onions. Okay. That's not your your not your jam, but that's that's where yeah. I'm at. Uh, and then I'll make sure I get the habanero sauce and the three sauces. I meant to mention that. Yeah, yeah I know you miss hot sauce. So what do you where are you at on hot sauce? I get the habanero. I pour it on everything. I like the habanero. However, for me, what I like to do is get. I guess it's the ranchero and the tomatillo. Mm-hmm. I like to get those and fifty fifty them. Yeah, mix yeah. those up together and. Um, uh, but honestly, if I if I could only have one, I would get the tomatillo. Uh, but I, I there's not one that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. And then what are you drinking? You getting their homemade horchata uh, or? I, just, I usually just get water these okay. days. Um, just just get water. Yeah. Um, I don't really need anything else to go with it. It's not like uh, this is kind of one of those places where I'm just just happy to be there it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter you, you it, know. it is true it is a place where you kind of just walk in and you're smiling and yeah it's, and it's all good at that point so. uh yeah no t- totally agree there uh you know pretty much the only thing i haven't tried there i haven't tried any desserts from there uh so we'll have to yeah we're get that on the list at some point on dessert uh, <clears throat> but you, yeah we've had all the appetizers we've had all of the meats yeah um from um Oh, I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. In addition yeah. to, to the meat options, uh, we didn't even talk about the fact that they have um, carnitas, uh, but they also have things like nopalitos, uh, yeah. uh, small pieces of cactus with mm-hmm. uh, chorizo usually. Um, Some mushrooms, uh, roast like a bunch of like uh, roasted onions. Like yeah. Food, uh, so even if uh, you're like, man, that's a lot of meat. Or something like in my bowl, you can mix it up and get yeah. some of those veggie options. Um, but yeah, no, and they uh, potentially. I have another friend. I've had one friend already uh, have on cater their wedding. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't right. at that wedding? I was super jealous, but I was like, <laughs> I wish I was there. Uh, so I guess maybe acquaintance that a friend because I'm yeah. at the wedding. Uh, yeah, but there's potentially another wedding coming up that will have crave at the wedding, and so. Yeah. Uh, not only am I excited for the engaged couple, but hey, if the menu happens to be crave, <laughs> more excited for me than you. Boy, boy, boy howdy, <laughs> will I be there? Yeah. No, I I, uh, I can't really argue with that. Um, now, in terms of if we are eating there, what type of group is appropriate? Or uh, I mean, you tell me. But for yeah. me, anything. I mean, I've been there with just my wife. I've been there by myself plenty of times. Mm-hmm. I've been there with groups of fifteen. Yeah, it's a it's a really functional space, I'll say. Yeah, because um, you've already paid. Like you, you yeah, go down the line, you pay you, right as there. As soon as you top your tacos, yeah. you pay, and so everyone can. It's you don't have to worry about splitting checks. Yeah. So you can have you can have a huge group. You can have just a table for four. That's mainly the size of the tables. Is the tables for four, um, but you can have you know a group of fourteen and just squeeze everyone yeah. in like an almost kind of family big old family meal. Um, Another great place due to its location in downtown Bryan is another place for First Friday. You know? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's actually a great spot if you if you know, hey, I want to get a meal and then I want to go to Blackwater and get a beer. Or mm-hmm. I want to get a meal and then run down to Murphy's. Or go to First Friday or whatever. Uh, yeah, where, where, or where do we all want to meet as a group? Yes. Um, to just congregate. Hey, this is our rally point. Yeah. Before we go to all these different other locations or we start listening to... The bands and the artists that play on the on the street. Yeah. Hey, everyone meet here. You know, for the people that show up late. You know, chronically, like our one friend. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll be done eating by the time he orders. But yep. 
hey, at least we're all there together before we take off for everything else. And speaking of photos for the gram, I will say before you leave, in the back corner of the restaurant, just past where you pay, there is a, uh, a sign on the wall that's probably five feet by five feet. It's a big old square. And it kind of tells a story of Taco Crave and, and David and his uh, the impression that was made on him growing up in Monterey and uh, where the recipes come from and things like that. Uh, I encourage you to, to read it and uh, just kind of learn a little bit more about the history and everything like that because it is special. And mm. um, uh, again, all these places that we're talking about are, are fantastic. And this is just another example of a place where this isn't just somebody making food to make a living. This is somebody sharing something that is meaningful their, to them. Yeah, their passion, their heart. You yeah. know, it's uh, these are recipes made with the heart. Um, we, we've known that from our conversations with David yeah. throughout the years. Um but and so he's he's doing it because he he loves he loves doing it mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's a real importance uh, I think with any restaurant owner uh, no matter what they're serving I think uh, for the ones that are successful it's because they their hearts in it no matter what yeah so that's um, that's what I think is kind of the when you're here your family trademark from that other place probably <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> but at Taco Crave, like you can, it doesn't take long to join the family. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, it's a place that you walk in. Sometimes it can feel intimidating when you have to go through an ordering process like that. But the staff is so quick to say, "Hey, do you want to try anything? You know, let me get you a sample mm-hmm. of this, that, and the other thing. Let me tell you about what I like." Um, it, it just, it's just a great place. And like you said, uh, when you walk in, you just feel comfortable. Yeah, I've brought friends there. Um, that grew up, you know, with their grandmother making dishes like this. Yeah. Uh, they've never been there before, but before they're even done finishing, they're singing along with all the songs that are playing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, our friend Maria, I'm like, Maria, like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> she's like, this is my favorite song. You know, like, <laughs> like okay. Uh, it, it's been a while since I've seen it happen, or maybe it's just because I don't live in downtown Bryan anymore, and so I'm not there as often. Yeah. Uh, but there was even uh, the Lotteria teaching the, like for all the that's kids right. free that's having right. a lot of Riagon and teaching Spanish and so it's like it's like this is a community yeah. of people just gathering around food and it yeah. happens to be great food great so if you have not pulled in yet to uh, to park uh, or if you're sitting waiting for us to shut up so you can turn <laughs> off the podcast and go in and eat Turn us off now. Go in and get you something. Get you some Crave chicken. Get you uh, some asado. And uh, just enjoy your time there. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thanks again. Adios. Talk to you all soon.